SEN Test Cricket for Tire Power. Raise the bat as you save on Falcon Tires, get four for three. Adam Collins, Brad Sunderason. We're here at the Oval, the Keir Oval. The close of play on day one. Australia won the toss for the first time. They win the toss in the series. They bowl out England for 283, inside 55 overs, four wickets for Stark, 85 for Brook, top scoring in a frenetic couple of sessions of cricket. Uh, in reply, Australia are one for 61, Warner out for 24, Kawaja and Labashain taking it through to the close. So they trail by 222, but very much their day on the basis that there were a couple of times England were getting away from them, including in the first 40 minutes. Topsy-turvy day once again, uh, just sums up how this series has gone. Australia win the toss for the first time, like we said. Uh, uh, Pat Cummins stuck to his guns. Manas Labushain apparently walked up to him and said, go heads, because he's been going tails. Pat Cummins says, no, I'll stick with tails. And he finally wins the toss in perfect bowling conditions. Throughout this series, he's threatened uh, to you know, bowl first. If he had won the toss, he didn't get that opportunity. I mean, he did at Edge Basin when Ben Stokes decided to bat on that pitch. Uh, and his bowlers uh, answered his cause as the day wore on. You're right, England got off to a bit of a flyer after a couple of quiet overs. Uh, and, you know, it felt like we saw a lot of cricket, but it was just like, what, 54 overs? Yeah. But the, so much happened in those 54 overs, even in terms of uh, the, the twists and turns. England forge ahead with the opening partnership. They're down to three for 73 when Mitchell Stark and Pat Cummins bowling as well as he has throughout this series breaks open uh, the, the English top order. Uh, and then Moin Ali on a, with an injured groin starts throwing his bat around, hits sixes, hits fours. Harry Brook gets dropped by Alex Carey on five. And then he turns, on, turns it on, goes after the two Mitches, Marsh and Stark just before the lunch break. And at three for 180, you thought, Oh, here we go again. It could be a repeat of Edge Bass in England are going to put on a big score and declare. And that's when Mitchell Stark, who had gone off the field, don't forget, comes back in, gets rid of Stark, uh, gets rid of Stark, gets rid of Stokes. It's been a long tour. Gets rid of Harry Brook. Uh, and there is a little bit of a partnership between Mark Wood and Chris Wokes. But Australia do well enough to restrict them to 283, even though Harry Brook just told us that apparently the chat during the lunch break was get to 250, that's enough. But that sounds more like basketball talk to me. <laughs> yeah, get the 250 and that's enough. Anyway, that's a whole different conversation about the way they're seeing the game at the moment. You described that well, the volatility, the 62-run opening stand, 15 balls in a row they scored from at one stage in the first half an hour. It's unheard of in Test cricket, the way they can just put pressure on straight away. But duck it down, caught down, caught down the leg side, Marsh gets an early bowl, gets an early wicket. Cummins, you already mentioned how well he bowled, finding the leading edge of Crawley taken nicely in the cordon. Um, you see Hazelwood getting in the book, finding Joe Root's inside edge after a change in the field where they bowl to the gully region they deny Root that get out of jail shot with that little late cut that he plays so well he chops on instead then the big partnership 111 put on uh, between Mo and Ali and Harry Brook who did his best Kevin Peterson impersonation before lunch launching balls over deep backwards yeah. square for six a couple of them just before they dined but when that partnership's broken just after Mo and Ali does that groin injury we're not quite sure where Stark fits into this because he goes off the field and his shoulder I mean he's, he's really limping like the way he's making his way off you're thinking well his test match might be over mm. instead he saved his best for that middle session knocking over Stokes with a worldly taking off stump out of the ground Stokes looked at him like what am I meant to do to that a la the 2019 World Cup he nicks off Harry Brook on 85 a great catch from Smith diving away to his right and suddenly the pressure's back on England at 7 for 212 they sneak up the 283 largely due to a well, I say sneak a 49 run yeah partnership in no time between Mark Wood and, and Chris Wokes but again after T it's Australia's turn three wickets bang 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 to finish it off and they're batting within half an hour 
of the final session beginning, and then it's Warner and Kawaja. And as we've seen throughout the throughout the test series, yeah. and, and throughout, to be honest, the last couple of years, Warner's, there's no issue with him getting starts. It's going on with it. Um, caught today behind the wicket by Ben Duckett. No, by uh, Zach, Zach Crawley uh, for 24. And it, it's right in that problematic zone for Warner where he's able to get in and get a start, but eventually they find his edge. You just feel for David Warner. He's putting in all the hard work. This is so different to 2019 where as the series wore on and we got to the fourth and fifth step, uh, fifth test, he almost felt like he had one foot already on the plane back home, uh, especially when Broad was bowling to him. But here he's put in all the hard work. He's worked on his technique. He's getting into great positions. He's getting some rhythm going and just as he gets his rhythm going, he plays one false shot and that's how it is, right? As you near the end of your life or your career or anything in life, um, you start paying more for your mistakes and every time he's made a mistake after getting a start, he's been nicked off, which is what happened. It was a good delivery from Chris Wokes, just left him at the angle, dragged him out and he just... It was a nothing kind of shot, just like uh, in the first innings in Manchester. Uh, gets nicked off, head down, he walks off. Uh, so, you know, we are cricket romantics. We were hoping that he would make one big score, even if it's not a big double hundred. Give us an 80, David Warner. But it's just not coming. I'm sure he feels the same way. Uh, but Usman Khawaja has looked very sorted, very solid. A couple of balls have risen, jumped past his outside edge from Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad and Mark Wood. But overall, he's looked in control. Manus with his new bat, old bat. We you're not sure yet, uh, walked out there and he's looked pretty solid. But just one thing I noticed after the last ball, Adam, I wasn't on air uh, at that point. As the, the ball, he, he left the ball alone and it went into Johnny Bairstow's gloves. And like every batter in the series seems to do, Manas kept like dragging his bat within the crease and kept looking at Johnny Bairstow. And as he then walked past Jimmy Anderson, it felt like Jimmy Anderson said something like, this is my best guess from my binoculars. Oh, we don't do that, mate. And Manas just looked at him and said, like, there, it wasn't a friendly conversation, really. But, you know, that thing just keeps coming back over and over again. Anderson, who hasn't taken a wicket yet, nor has brought the two veterans. It was Chris Wokes who nicked off Warner late in the day. Kawaja still there on 26, Labashane on two. They trail by 222, one for 61 at the close. We'll leave it there. Our coverage after play is for tyre power. Raise the bat as you save on Falcon tyres. Get four for three. Adam Coles, Brutt, Sutton Duration. Another absorbing day. They're all absorbing days. Can't wait to do it all again tomorrow. Ta-da. Cummins, the captain, on to bowl. And he's getting an edge, and it's put down at first slip. It's burst straight through the hands of David Warner above his head. That wasn't super high. It was just above shoulder height, away to the left. He's got both hands to it and he's tipped it over the bar. And the chance goes begging the first chance we've seen so far this morning. Is there anything on this? There's the tiniest little noise. He's got the underside of the glove. And Ben Duckett, his reprieve won't help him. He was dropped at slip by David Warner. And he's going to be given out here. He's starting to walk off even before Kumar Damasena crosses himself religiously and reverses his decision. So Ben Duckett's dismissed. Mitchell Marsh gets the breakthrough. Take to their task as Cummins delivers here. Squared up, taken a second slip. Lovely piece of bowling to get Crawley that. Minor just held up in the surface, almost off the back of the bat. Stephen Smith, after a couple of catches have gone down in the court in the first half an hour, Get to second wicket for Australia. That board looks an awful lot more healthy now. Two for 66. Crawley caught in the cordon for 22. Hazelwood, our end, box all end to Root. He plays late and chops on! Root can't believe it. Hazelwood back into the attack, into the book. And it's the huge wicket of Joe Root.
playing away from his body, no footwork to speak of, a little bit of movement off the seam. Root walking off, bold for five. England have lost three wickets in the space of four overs. It's three for 73. Cummins delivers and Brooke edges oh. and put down by the wicketkeeper Carey, diving in front of first slip. My sense is it was carrying to David Warner, but Carey went with one mitt, the right glove in and out. Brooke gets a life, all eyes on Alex Carey. Replay here for tyre power. Genuine outside edge, went on the booming drive and Carey did go in front of Warner and it would have carried to first slip. That's ugly. That could be one of the reasons. Didn't bowl at all in the lead-up to the test. Brooks 49, Hazelwood to him here, pushing out just behind point to Mitchell Marsh in the gully. And that's his 50th run, Harry Brooks, a fourth half century in the series. What a magnificent start to his test career it's been. He's got there in just 44 deliveries, seven fours and a couple of big sixes over deep backwards square leg. He changes the energy of test matches for Walker. Cummins delivers and Brook drives on the up through the covers for four. Out towards the up, Bishop Tennyson School. Nine fours and a couple of sixes into the 60s. Brook facing Cummins, driving down the ground for four more. That's a beautiful on drive. Into the rope in front of the Mickey Stewart members pavilion. And it brings up the England 150. Three for 152, Brook to 64, shot. Facing Cummins and he swings hard over the top of deep mid-wicket. And it carries the journey for six. So he's got that groin problem, maybe that's made the decision for Moen Ali. Instead of retiring hurt, he might just swing and swing hard, and we know he can. He's up into the 20s with that shot. Pat Cummins starting a new over, steaming into Moen, bowling a bouncer, hooking it off the top edge for six. Away he goes into the crowd again. It's a little better this time. Swings across the line, and he's bowled Moen Ali. Well, Moeen had a weakness against Nathan Lyon, and he has a huge mow, but he does not mow the meadow today. Loses his stumps, and Todd Murphy is immediately into the game in the 34th over. Moeen Ali bowled for 34. Backward point Stark has for Stokes. He's three from 15. Bowls here, and he bowls oh. him! That is some delivery. Off stump, cartwheeling. What a big moment that might prove to be. Mitchell Stark, who was off the field straight after lunch with a sore shoulder, back on into the attack and knocks over the England captain for three. England lose their fifth wicket. The score's 193, and that will make for a beautiful replay. The top of off stump. That is the stuff that Mitchell Stark dreams of, doing precisely that to left-handers. Immense amount of money to, uh, to Sunrisers and had one day out, really. Hazelwood finishes oh. here. Bairstow chops on for the second time today. Hazelwood's brought upon a ball ricocheting back off the blade into the middle stump. It's to Yorkshireman. Before lunch, it was Root. Now it's Bairstow and England have lost three wickets in a hurry. They're six for 208 and Bairstow, a low score again in the first innings, bowled for four. Brook facing Stark here. Edge there, taking a second slip. Steve Smith away to his right. That might be a really big moment in this test match. Stark's gone bang, bang. Brooks gone for 85. England in a world of pain at 7 for 2-1-2. Murphy bowls to him. He makes room and slaps again, and he gets him. <laughs> Mark Wood swings and doesn't make the contact. He's gone for 28, 8 for 261. Todd Murphy, for the second time, has been brought into the attack and picked up a wicket straight away.
Over the wicket, makes room, slaps straight in the air, towards cover it goes, an easy chance for Travis Head, hanging underneath it and pouches it. So a brief cameo for Broad. Up and down for seven. England lose their ninth wicket now with the score on 270. And Australia doing a good job of finishing this off. Stark again here. Can he finish it? Bowling to Wokes. Delivers here and Wokes closer to the body. Up, out towards deep backwards square leg. A man underneath it and it's taken. Travis Head, two catches to finish off the innings. Mitchell Stark completes... The Australian fielding innings with four wickets of his own. England all out for 283 in just the 55th over. Wokes made 36 from 36. Anderson, the not out man, he didn't score. And that is an innings thoroughly in keeping with what we've seen over the last six weeks, David Lloyd. Exactly as they said they would play. We're just going to attack, attack, attack. And it's been outrageous. And here's the latest one, the last one, caught out in the deep, Travis Head. It's a long way out there, and he just settles himself and takes it comfortably. So that's the end of the England innings. They've got to 283, round about five and over. What they want to do, let's get bowling. Wokes to Kawaja, who drives straight down the ground. That's a commanding shot. Pace on the ball, and it hits the rope now. Usman Kawaja joins Warner in the 20s. There's an edge into the cordon, and it's taken. Warner's gone. A low catch. Crawley going away to his left and he scooped it up. The first wicket falls. Australia 1 for 49. And Warner, as he's done throughout this series, he's battled, he's made a start, he's got a score, he's got into the 20s and he's got out as that flew across to first slip and it was Crawley from second slip coming across. And Hanson around the wicket to Kawaja. Drives and finds the gap at cover times it well enough to get himself a boundary. A rare one for Kawaja. Found the rope just four times in his 66 ball stay. Moves to 25. One for 55. So the slow clap to reflect the fact that this will be the final ball of the day. Broad's going to take his time. A few deep breaths at the top of his mark. Manus Labashain predictably is seeing something in front of the sight screen. <laughs> I think it was a bird. I think it was a, yeah, a ah, pigeon that flew across. Yeah. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Two leg slips. Three slips. Last ball. Brought in, bowls to Labuschagne here, he leaves <laughs> alone outside the off stump. That will be stumps, gentlemen, says umpire Wilson, or something like that as he knocks off the bales. Australia, one for 61 at the close. Kawaja, 26, having faced 75 balls. Labuschagne, two from 23, pretty much doing his job. They trail by 222 after England were dismissed early in the final session for 283. I'm Mitchell Starkwell boy today. Uh, just, just can you tell us like how you're feeling? Uh, the you came into this test match with the, with the shoulder. You didn't train much in the last couple of days. Uh, and you went off the field a couple of times today as well. Just just how you're feeling to start with? Yeah, all good. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's no surprise. There's a little bit of discomfort there. Um, not trying to hide anything there. But, um, yeah, came off to, to get some strapping on it. Um, Lead-in's probably been a bit different, but it's also the, you know, the sixth test of, of our, our time over here. So it's been um, you know, cruisy for a few of us to, to lead in here with a quick turnaround. Um, but everyone's feeling pretty good, and I think uh, a pretty good day overall. Just about the lead-in, uh, I mean, was it decided at the end of the Manchester test that you're not going to do much uh, leading into the test, and it was just a case of like how you're feeling on, on the morning, or you, you knew you were going to be fine once the test match was done? 
Yeah, I wasn't too concerned um, about being available for the game or anything in that regard. It was, you know, the quick turnaround. It was, it was a chance just to, to give the shoulder a couple of extra days to um, try and feel a little bit better and, and, and not put um, any more load through it for those two days. So, yeah, it wasn't wasn't a concern heading in. It was just, uh, you know, a couple of quiet days. Uh, and just coming to today, like Pat wins the toss for the first time on tour in the series anyway. Uh, you guys get to bowl first in conditions which look ripe to bowl first. Uh, you know, they scored runs to start with, but you guys pulled it back. And you played a big role in pulling things back later on as well in the middle session. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the nature of the way that they're playing their cricket at the minute. It's pretty aggressive. Um, they also like to chase, which I think... Uh, you know, is a part of the decision with, you know, the, the wicket had looked to have a little bit in it. The overheads were obviously overcast and, and England seemed to like to, or prefer to chase. Um, so, you know, to, to win the toss was a nice nice start to the day. Um, and, yeah, we, you know, we took three wickets in the first session probably um, in regards to their, their, their scoring rate was, was, you know, that at times got away from us a little bit, um, particularly in that, that middle session. But I, I think we, we continue to create chances uh, we continue to take wickets throughout, and, and you know we sit here one one for fifty overnight after bowling now. It's a you know you could argue it's a pretty even day. Uh, and just on your last six months, and Pat Cummins said before this test that uh, this is the highest pain threshold he's seen you have throughout your career. Uh, uh, there was a the finger, there's the shoulder, the, the hamstring. Uh, how do you keep pushing through and just that pain threshold after all these years of test cricket? I think that time. Um, Probably helps um, learn a few things, or you know, the, um, increase the threshold if you like. But yeah, it, it's um, uh, there's not many many bowlers I think would say that that always uh, at 100% or not got some sort of discomfort. So um, yeah, there's there's not too much motivation needed than than have pull on that baggy green and then try and win a win a test series over here. Um, I was always um, pretty confident I was available for selection and, and left it in in the capable hands of the Brains Trust. And just finally, on that note about winning the Ashes, you're in a good position now, you said. Uh, the next two days are supposed to be good for batting in terms of the weather and the pitch. Just score as many runs as you can and then put them back in. Absolutely. Uh, no reason to rush it. Um, we've stuck true to the way we want to play our cricket throughout the tour. Um, it's worked at times. At times it's, you know, probably not gone our way or, or um, but look we, we, we've stayed a pretty calm group we know what we want to achieve we had a, a chance just to refresh with you know some, some bowlers and batters meetings prior to the test just to, to re, reaffirm what we want to do and, and um, yeah we're, we're pretty firm on the fact that we're not here to retain we're here to win so um, a good start to that that uh, endeavour this week and hopefully you get to put your feet up tomorrow hopefully yeah it'd be nice beautiful well done Mitch thanks so much thank you